I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Women. I'm the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40. In my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret, you can find it on WandaMeans.com. Kevin, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing? Good to see you, love. Oh, good to see you as well. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Pretty uneventful. Good? Yeah. When I tell my ch- when my children say good, I'm like, that's a four-letter word. So you know what they say? <laughs> it was great. Great. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it was great. You recognize that laugh? That's my friend Kim Gallon. Kim? Thank you for being on my show today. Thank you for having me. I always me. love having you because you make me laugh. I always love being In here. so many ways. And we haven't had sex, so that must be a really true <laughs> friendship. <laughs> Which means that there's still some excitement in the air. <laughs> there's still something left. There's some mystery. <laughs> there's some mystery. Oh, my God. Okay, so Thanksgiving came and went, and I had about 50 kids at my house. Uh, we were playing a little flag football. It was a lot of fun. Like the Kennedys. Like the Kennedys, <laughs> I'm yes. I'm so impressed. Me and all of Richard's uh, 20 year old friends had a lot of fun. I love having kids in my house. Like, your place fe- seems to be the spot. I feel like I'm much more natural and, you know, that's your thing. You it's do my love thing. That. I mean, I'm the Kool Aid house. And when I'm not, I'm kind of bummed. So I, I feel like I need to be the Kool Aid house for like the rest of my life, even though my kids are all growing. <laughs> it's depressing. What happens when they turn their 20s? They become assholes or, uh, you know, you have no idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's ter- the terrible sooner. 20s. I, the terrible twenties, like the terrible twos. That's funny. I'm. That's funny. It's true. I'm gonna remember that. So I had a very. Uh, so yesterday, you told me not to do this, but I did it anyway. Oh no! Stalked my daughters. <laughs> that's right. What did you tell me? Want to get a life? <laughs> so I'm gonna stop that. What did you do? I stalked them. They were running track. They had track practice. Oh, of course, oh, I go gotcha. stalk them. She went and sat in the parking lot and spied on them. <laughs> I, know. I know. I need to get a life, right? But anyways. I'm but they don't know you did it? But They did it because they when they well. came home, I said, Richard says, my ex says, oh, I heard you got first place in your 100-yard uh, dash. How'd you know? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Somebody you need a more cooperative accomplice. <laughs> yeah, I, so I actually, you know, I felt like I got away with spying on my kids. So I love Emma. So Emma, so this is the first time my girls have done a sport together in 10 years. That's why you're so excited. So obviously I'm very excited. I coach them. I mean, they're, they're a year apart. And so they always did what, you know, I, I always coach both of them. But at two teams, you know, it's double time for me. But to watch them both do it, I'm excited. So the other day, I asked how the first track practice was, and uh, Lizzie goes, oh, I won my uh, 300 race. And I go, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Way to go, girl. And I look at Emma, and Emma goes, yeah, well, she was in the slowest group. I'm like, (laughs) God, you're a fucking asshole. It's a sister for you. I know, right? And so That's just a sibling thing. Yeah, I know. So I said, Emma, did you win your 300? She goes, of course, but it was the fast group. I'm like, oh! (laughs) That humility will get her places. God, I've raised a fucking (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Oh, So I spied on him yesterday, and you know, I do need to get alive, but we got to cut out of here soon so I can go spy on them again. (laughs) You got to be done a little bit. (laughs) I got to be done. I got to go spy on my girls. I know. I'm just really excited for them. Just don't tell Richard anything so he didn't give you away again. Yeah, he did give me away, fucker. Now, actually, I have a great ex husband. I'm very lucky. Um, So today on the show, later on, my friend Mark's going to be on and we're going to talk about uh, a man's viewpoint of dating. I mean, I always give the women's viewpoint. Why not give the man's viewpoint? I always love hearing the men's viewpoint. So Mark and I have been friends for several years. We actually met on Tinder. And I'm so proud. We, I know, right? <laughs> Did you ever do Tinder? No. 
I've never done any online dating. It's pretty fun. It's not my thing. I'd end up in a hefty bag. I'd be a statistic. I'd be the one person who was brutally murdered. Like that woman in uh, Seattle. They found her parts everywhere. Remember that story? She was the cousin of a friend of mine. No shit. You knew. Oh, my God. I talked about that. What? Okay. I always talk about doing your due diligence. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things. Mm -hmm. That's why Cheryl and I were thinking about doing that. Play it safe. App. It was a dating app. Oh, that yeah. Had a, like a real criminal background check and stuff. And it was like an extra $35 from what the rest of the people. Well, one of my friends thought about same thing, like doing a secondhand. Like you can only, only people that have dated them can report on this site. And so Uh-oh. you get firsthand experience from another person, what they're like, which you That's know, can, smart, can easily go wrong. But it could but also it could go really well, too. It could you know, go really well, too. He had impeccable manners. That he just wasn't. You if know, you're meeting my a random or, guy that you know nothing about, you want to get. You know, so when he's a great guy, just one for me. You know, yeah. he won, you know, a stalker or a serial killer. You know, right. that, those are my two most important. But things. that would also kind of open the floodgates for bitter women that exactly. he had two dates oh, with and never would. wanted to Don't be innocent again. guys who get smeared, you know? Uh huh. Because yep. she, because you didn't like her, you know? But I agree with girls that. girls will do that. <laughs> They're nasty. <laughs> well, creatures. it's funny. Even anyone that comments on anything, on it, like a restaurant or anything, no one's ever going to say it was great food. They're always going to say it sucked. You know, they're going to go out of their right, way the people who to go make take a, the a rude comment. They're not going to go out of their way to very crazy. little. Never. But, yeah. Right. So, other than Thanksgiving and um, being so joyful with my children, that's sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Did you get that? I did. I, I picked that up. You I were laying it on pretty thick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love my children, even though they're assholes. <laughs> so, last week, I find out that I am in a police report. Me. <laughs> Stop laughing. I know nothing about this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were just ambushed with this. I witnessed it. I find mm-hmm. out that I, I I had no idea somebody filed a police report on me. Me either. <laughs> Last I checked, I'm a pretty fucking decent human being, other than the psychotic moments I have with my boyfriend. But, you know, that's all. Those amygdala. are always a private and behind closed doors. I know. That's all amygdala yeah, that, yeah, we don't know about that. These so, uh, public display, <laughs> displays are just something we shy away from. So, I am... Um, I I find out from the Highland Park Police Department that um, I have been uh, uh, falsely accused. Falsely, ac- <laughs> I, I don't know if it's falsely accused or if I'm in this police report. And um, so if, I don't know if y'all watch Housewives of Dallas, but one of the housewives, Deandra Simmons, she lives right around the corner from my ex husband, and I, has for and has for years when I was married to him. So I fully know my neighbors. Just that's an important point to the story. You're also a home builder, so you're going to be interested and notice when a house is going up well, very near you. Right. And we we, we kind of like, Hollow Park's a small town. Real small. Let so, me reiterate. Can I reiterate that again? Yeah. It's real real small. small. Yeah. So there's a show, Housewives of Dallas on Bravo. And uh, come to find out, she filed a police report on me. There and was me. a. Oh, and you. <laughs> I, and I believe, Kim. Kim Gallon. <laughs> you, you guys are both in this. <laughs> I knew nothing of it. I was in the car. I was a passenger. Just this, tell me I'm not in there. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you got off. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, uh, Officer Dwayne Wade, whom I love, I've hung out with him. I've had drinks with him. You know, it's normal nice in our town to hang out with the police. Absolutely. Only because he's the hottest black dude I've ever met in my life. I should have known you had a motive. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's got these green eyes. He's gorgeous. So he was the one who was dispatched to a possible harassment. Mm. Harassment. Do you know what I did to get a possible harassment charge filed against me? Although, uh, no charges have been... Let me be very, very clear. No charges have been filed. Only a report was Only made. a no report was filed. filed. 
Um, she's a member of that reality of, of her. It says in the police report, it says her reality. Tele- is it her te- reality television it show? I, I don't <laughs> no, know. It's an, her, thing, right? it's an ensemble thing. It's an ensemble. It's an ensemble. But according, <laughs> she could have said, according to her, is her show. Yeah. She could have said the reality television that she's a member of, but no, she said her reality mm-hmm. television show, mm-hmm. The Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, that uh, another cast member had posted in social media. That she was ignorant, whatever. I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing. You can't to even do with paraphrase that. that police I, report. It's so rambling I and know. scattered. She reported that her address was given out by this other housewives person, and which it was not. I'd been to her home many times by you, her PR representative. And I've never Kim done Gallen. any you, PR for her in you, my life. Are you no, her PR representative? I am not her. So PR that's wrong. Person that is a. But false is it right statement. that you are a W? How does that even end up in there? Is it right that you're a W slash F? I mean, is that what the fuck? Or I'm is that a white, white female. female. <laughs> Last I looked. Just make sure it's not what the fuck. What the fuck? Oh, no, it's white female. Okay. To an unauthorized person named means Wanda, another what the fuck. I mean, white female. How does she fucking know I'm white? How does she know I'm white? Seriously. Oh, she knows you're Asian. I could be a fucking Mexican. How does she know? She doesn't know me. White blunt woman. <laughs> Apparently she done. She must have Googled me. Uh, like your neighbor. <laughs> okay. It says Means delivered a book to the Simmons residence with a note. God, a note. Oh, was it a note with a gun? Or was it a note? It was a threatening letter. Inside the book that said Kim wanted her to have a copy of my book. Oh my God. Can you imagine the terror? She the terror she must have felt. The absolute. She brought a book that talks about your amygdala. And oh my God, the yeah. danger of all of it. And, you know, our heart was in the right place because it was after she got through mocking Leanne. Oh, sorry to mean his surname. For something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not so good So much for not mentioning that housewife name. <laughs> so much for that anonymity. Um, but yeah, she had mocked her about talking about the amygdala. And she, I mean, Leanne, she was talking about. Dandra had no idea what she was talking about. So we really took her the book trying to do her a solid to like educate her so that before she shot her mouth off further, then she would be better informed. Well, okay. So if you don't watch the show, season one of... Uh, uh, Episode one of season three of the Real Housewives of Dallas. The the Housewives is a uh, chain of shows. They have Orange County. They have LA, they have Beverly Hills. They have New Jersey, New, New Jersey, York. DC, New York. Like it's 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 fun. I mean, I watch them because I'm entertained by them. I'm entertained by forty year old women it who are being crazy. I think it's me. So <laughs> she uh, she so I she episode one season three was was titled Leanne's Amygdala or something uh-huh. along those lines. Yeah. And um, apparently, you know, I've talked about this multiple times. I have done you neurotherapy. Leanne, you had Leanne on the podcast. I had Leanne on the show. On this show, One Blood Woman. And just so you know, your amygdala stores all of your fear, your love, and your hate. It is part of the limbic system. It's part of the brain. It's not the cognitive part of the brain. It is the brain. It is the emotional side of the brain. And when we get stuck in our emotions... It's difficult to get out of it. I mean, like you always say, don't don't invite Amy, which is short for amygdala, to the party unless you want her coming. Because once we get stuck in our, our emotional mind, shit happens. She will get dressed and, and she will show up. She, yes, that's funny. But the bottom line is, is that we, it's it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's and then the other cast member, the redhead, whatever her name Ugh. is, the cheerleader, she told Leanne she needed to get a new um, amygdala. Well, you just you can't. Mm-mm. But. 
I have de- I have taken the steps. You've done to, so much research on this. I've it's done exhausting. so much research, and I talked about it in my book. And then after I wrote my book, I found neurotherapy, and neurotherapy really has improved my amygdala. My amygdala is not so out of whack. Well, I'm you trying have to get the, to the scans to prove it. I have the QEEG of my brain that proves that neurotherapy does work. So you have the science to back up what you're, what you're I claiming. I have the science to back it up. Which yes, is why I am not we just trying. some fucking nut job woman with nothing better to talk about. <laughs> so anyways, so on the show, Leanne had said, you know, because she, you know, she has traumatic childhood, which has affected her over the years, and she has issues. And it comes across in She had some outbursts she was trying to tame. Her emotional thermostat is on fire. And I hope to God she does go get neurotherapy. So regardless... The other cast member, Deandra Simmons, who lives right around the corner from my ex-husband. I watched her house being built for fuck's sake. And she filed this police report. And it goes on to say that since her address is listed under trust, I had my only method of knowing her address was through uh, the housewife or Kim Gallon. Which is so not true. Or... Or the fact that she lives right around the corner from my ex-husband. And you know, that she's like, spent the last few years throwing parties for, like, you know, lots of people that probably would might tell somebody that's where Deandra lives. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, uh, it's not like it's a secret. She's not in a mafia hideout. <laughs> I mean, she's not the Taliban. She's not in witness protection. <laughs> right. <laughs> she she might not be. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I mean, what? so she goes on to say... She requested that a report be taken. Now, I am reading straight from this police report, just so you know. She requested that a report be taken for the record in case of any future contact from means and future harassment or slander from the other housewife on social media blogs. Yeah, doesn't she like that? And then she doesn't mention me at all in that. So why mention me in the first place? You're off the hook. I mean, you know. You can go after her. And my, my company is building a house four doors down from her. So I might be on that block again. You just might. Oh, my God. Is she going to call the police on me? Like, now, did you read the inscription on the front of the book that you sent her? Uh, yes. No. But no, not on the on podcast. The but all I said was, I hope my friend Kim suggested that I give this book to you in hopes that my research I did on the proves helpful for you. It wasn't like, go fuck yourself, it, you're an idiot. I can idiot. read to you exactly. Okay, Hi, Deandra, it. I was asked to drop off this book by my friend Kim. I hope you find the research I did on the amygdala very helpful. All the best, Wanda. Well, fucking hell. I'd file, I'd file a police like report a nice for gesture. that. That's terrifying. I mean, I, mean, I don't she, know how she's sleeping in that house you tonight. You bitch. I bet she's armed. That is harassment. <laughs> can you imagine calling the police? Yeah, it's pretty. I don't think that was a very good use of the officers' resources. No. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta love. Not Holland to mention Park them. Police, the shit they gotta gotta love Holland Park Police and the shit they have to deal with. Yeah. I guess it beats kicking down doors at crack houses, but still. <laughs> <laughs> know, right? Same retirement, same yeah. salary. <laughs> okay, you're so, probably gonna come home safe from this one. <coughs> so that. I love that I was talked about and. And I'll have, now I know why she keeps asking all my friends why I'm mad at her. <laughs> she was trying to find out if I discovered the police report yet, I guess. Oh, my God. Well, I, I didn't even know. This happened like in um, August. And mm-hmm. I'm just finding about, out about in it. November. In the past, yeah, in November. And I'm like, what did I do? You didn't do anything. Like when the Highland Park police say, Wanda, you're in a police report. I'm like, what? I beg your pardon? I, yeah. I, you didn't even put it in her mailbox. You laid it on her doorstep. I know. I mean, how innocuous. I mean, I saw the show, the first episode. I'm like, well, she... 
if she's going to make fun of it, she really needs to know it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Your amygdala is a thing. It's a totally it is thing. part of who we are. And if it's damaged at a young age, as Leanne's was, then there are long-term repercussions and it's not as easy as getting over your childhood. Well, you and you don't have to just learn to live with it. You know, yeah. you can do something to improve it. And, and which I have go to my blog, WandaMeads.com, and you will find where I talk about where I show you my QEG after zero sessions, after 10 sessions, after 20 sessions, it has made a difference. Huge difference. I need to share your video. I keep forgetting. Sorry. So thank you. I appreciate that. But the point is like, if, if you're going to say this doesn't, the amygdala doesn't exist or it needs it could just be replaced or you mock it or make fun of it you're wrong i'm sorry you're wrong yeah it's a serious subject it's a serious subject and for anyone to make fun of it and forgot i mean please file a police report on me for trying to help you out <laughs> well there's obviously no crime there obviously I mean, clearly there's no crime there. yeah that's kind the of only absurd. crime is deandra being stupid that's the only crime well this is harassing. Stop harassing this poor woman. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, okay? I'm telling you. Okay, I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening. Coming up, we'll be talking to my friend Mark and at the man's point of view on dating. The man's point of view on dating. Don't move. More of One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means is next. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Kevin, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you, Wanda? Yeah, it was good. How about you? Did you notice my hair looks different? It's a lot darker. I know, Burnett. I couldn't notice it first when you came in. There's a lot of bright lights in here. but Is that what it is? I thought <laughs> it was just because you're a man, you have a penis, and they don't notice things like that. Hey, that's not, that's not necessarily true. Oh, and it's also gender-specific. <laughs> Welcome to my show. I'm the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40, and my book... The Shelf Life of a Secret. If you haven't bought it, you can go buy it on my website, wandameads.com, or you can buy it on Amazon. Please buy it because Christmas is coming and I need to buy my children Christmas gifts. Also, people should check us out, check out your Facebook page because we've been putting a lot of, a lot more stuff out there lately and uh, Instagram oh, as well. My One Blood Woman and, yes, One Blood Woman Instagram and Facebook. I did this awesome video on neurotherapy. But I have a special guest with me today. His name is Mark. Mark, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Mark and I have been friends for a few years. We actually met on Tinder. Really? <laughs> we did. How did I not know that? I don't know. We didn't date. We just, we met, we had a drink, and we just stayed friends. He lives in East Texas, so it's not exactly close to Dallas. Yeah, I could see where that'd be a little bit of a conflict. But he's a lot of fun, and he's been single for several years, and he's been telling me, and he listens to my show. Mark, thank you for listening to my show. You're, You're my welcome. number one fan. That's well, a great show. Thank you. He um, he says, Wanda, you got to let me, let me be on so I can give you the man's point of view on dating. And Kevin, hey, that's actually a really good point. And it's a good point. It's a great idea. And you know, I had that pedophile yeah, you're, you're, on. You're, you're always ripping on on men, so it's time to rip on women a little. Okay, so you're not <laughs> gay. No, it's only fair. So you're not gay because if you were, you'd rip on men too, right? Let's just set that straight. You are a straight yeah, man. Let's, 
Correct. Correct. Let's get that out there. Yes. Okay. And I might add, he's really good looking and he's tall. And he owns his oh, own business. You. He's a catch. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's just a catch and too far away from me. So, but he's a good friend. So, I thought we could do a thing on, I did a lot of research on dating and a lot of experience on dating. Um, so, but I actually went and read some um, things that men want, things that women want, you know, like on a first date. And how many first dates have you been on, Mark? R- ballpark. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't really know the answer to that. I've been single for eight years. That's a long time. So I, you're probably comfortable. And I'm very comfortable, and I've had plenty of first dates. And really, most of the women that I've dated or had first dates with, I wind up being friends with them. That's because so you're such a nice guy. There's not a lot of, you know, there's probably a couple, but there's not a, a big number that hate Mark's guts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, the, but there's always people. I have, I have, I have a long list of people that hate my guts, and it keeps going. My neighbor two doors down, I found out hates me, and I don't, I don't, I've never even really met her. So I, she, but she Googled me. So I love when yeah. people say, oh, I Googled you. Well, what did you find out? That I'm honest? Okay. Yeah, and they hadn't even met you. Yeah, Crazy. I know. I love when people, she told my other neighbor, I'm not coming to that party if she that woman is there. I'm like, what have I done to you? I'm pretty sure not a fucking thing, but okay. <laughs> I love people. So like from a guy's point of view, let's, like, okay, so I Googled, so I Googled, I I did some research, and that's code for I Googled, um, what a man wants and what a woman wants. And they're so different. These lists are vastly different. So, Mark, from a man's point of view, what does a guy want on a first date besides no catfishing? Uh, Kevin, you know what that is, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, first dates for me have been somewhat awkward because I'm a non-drinker. And so I don't, I remember eight years ago when I first was divorced, I started dating. I would, you know, take you out and I'd have a beer or a drink and set it by me, but I wouldn't touch it. And then I got to thinking, well, that's, a, that's you know, true. People, women or everything is in a bar. Or, I mean, there's a yeah, lot of drinking it, in this dating world. Drinking doesn't, drinking doesn't offend me. I don't, I never had a problem with it. I just don't why it's just not for me. I mean, my ex-wife drank, my mother drinks, my sister, my friends drink, everybody drinks, but I just don't drink. But it has made it awkward when, when I take out, you know, somebody go on a date with somebody and I'm drinking my sweet tea with no lemon and double ice. God, could you be more East Texas? Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm fairly certain every single Tinder date I ever went on started with a drink. Yes. I mean, every time. It had to. I mean, for me, yeah, because, yeah, because it's a you know it's a. I would always say coffee or tequila. Calm the nerves, and, and I prefer tequila, but okay. Yeah, so it has made it awkward, and I think it has made it uh, to where women just think I'm some straight laced, you know, tall man, and which is really not the case. Well, you are tall. Yeah, I, I mean, that part, I'm yes. five two. Uh, You're like yeah. six four. That makes you yeah. really tall. Yeah. So but you know what I'm saying. Okay, so you said. There's no shortage of good-looking women, right? Well, it, you know, and I live in East Texas in Tyler of a town of about 100,000 people, and it's just an endless ocean of women. I mean, much. Less, I mean, you're in the Metroplex, so if I lived there, it'd be six times the endless ocean of women. So, no, <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a shortage of women. There's not a shortage of dates. There's not a shortage of, of anything like that. Well, in my early tender years, I, I did 
hook up with a guy from Tyler. I remember that. We met in Rockwell. That was an interesting date. And then he kept asking me out. I kept saying, no, sorry. But I... You remember his, do you remember his name? No. Hell no. That was so many <laughs> men ago. <laughs> remember, I went through a really wild phase. I'm much... Yeah. I, I've been monogamous for quite a while now. So, so you're not in that wild phase anymore? Well, I'm in that wild phase. I'm just in a... I just do it monogamously. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So... Here's my list. Top okay. tips for um, what what a man... Okay, this is what I've researched, and you tell me if it's true. This okay. is what... Right. A top tip for a woman, um, as said by a man. Uh, number one, be yourself. Is that, is that what you look for? Yes, def- most definitely. Number two, have an open mind. Yeah, like an open mind. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or open yes. legs. I'm sorry, that was bad. Uh, it's, <laughs> That's fine too. And then one of the things they said was be prepared for an awkward moment. Uh, on a first date? Yes. This is yeah, from a guy. This is what a man is telling a woman. This is this list. Yeah, I would say that there are awkward moments, definitely, but especially with people that some people cannot carry a conversation. Oh no! I, mean, I, I completely agree with I, that. I typically, I typically can, but fucks even me. Sometimes I run out of things to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So, well, like for if you, you can't you, help me along. If you can't help me along here, I'm gonna get done too. You said you meet women in three places: the gym, the church, and what was the third one? Work. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So, so there's got to be a fourth dimension in all that. I think you're eliminating, you're not thinking about that fourth dimension. What's that? Well, your social life. I mean, just right. your, just well, going my, out. You know, I mean, you can't always be at the gym or church or right. work. You've got to be places that's completely separate of all three of those. I had a, I had a, I've dated a girl for three or four times, really liked her. And she said, Mark, you're nice and you're nice looking, but there's a problem with you. You, you go to your church, your gym in your work and you're involved in those three communities. And I don't think you want anyone else in those communities from the outside. I think that, you know, you've been single for eight years and after eight years, you've been set in your ways. How many years were you married? 14. That's a long, I was married 14. Actually, I was married a little longer, but yeah. um, And you're right. You get so, so at least I have become in my, in my groove so much as a single man going, do as I please. Don't want to be tied down enjoying bachelorhood i guess plus i like all kinds of women i like to meet different kinds of women different people so, so you don't you don't want a, a monogamous one person well, relationship. I, you know and, the, and there there's the tug on your heart because i don't want to be alone the rest of my life either so you know there's going to come a point where i'm going to have to try to do something different so, uh, going down this list, one of the things that obviously sticks out the most for me is no games. Yes. I mean, definitely. I believe that. I can't stand the games. And my problem is I'm a bad actor, A, and I'm just too honest. And that has bit me in the ass quite a few times. Yeah. Now, now on the flip side, okay, here's the list that I went when, in my research. Research, that's code for Google. Um, what, what women want from a man on a first date. And the number one thing is they want a good first impression. So I think that men and women alike look at the outside first. How do you get past that outside if everyone that you're going out with is relatively good looking? 
it's hard to get past the outside appearance because, you know, sex drives everything. You know, I agree with that. Uh, I think uh, since time, since day one, sex has dri- sex drives all of us. And I've always said we're all here because the man got off and not the woman. How skewed yeah. is that? And and se- sex, you know, drives it all. And you have sex with somebody that you know you, you don't even care about particularly, and it just leaves you feeling so stinking empty. It's that's happened a bunch over over the eight years i'm actually kind of tired of that i'm trying not to be that guy and not to do that anymore but it's a it's a rough one what's your rule of thumb when you're with a girl and you don't want to be with her anymore i want i I tell you what do you say oh i I gotta go or i gotta i gotta get the kids or i gotta get to work or i'm pretty i'm pretty much the king ghoster I can ghost them pretty quick. I remember one one particular. You ghost them. Yeah, I remember one particular instance where maybe you've done this as a woman, but oh yeah, I'm sure. With, you were with I was with a woman, and and she was at my place, and I, you know I had to get up with her the next morning. Well, I acted like <laughs> I had somewhere to go. I didn't have anywhere to go. I just didn't want to cuddle and talk talk nice nice and. You know, I had to use a bath. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was just all kinds of stuff. That that was kind of an uncomfortable. So I got dressed and act like I had to go somewhere, and she had to go. I mean, well, that's she well, left, and I came back in. I've done that. I've also ghosted, and I've definitely been ghosted as well. I mean, it's just oh, you know, been, it's part I, of it. Believe me, I've been ghosted. I've been ghosted a bunch. It's how I learned to do it. Well, you understand <laughs> that for a okay. The problem with women, and this is a gross generalization, but a lot of women confuse sex with love. Oh well, you fucked me. We made love, you know. You know, th- I must mean something to you. And is that really a thing, or is that a stereotype? It is. It's a, like I just said. It's a gross generalization. <laughs> However, there are it's plenty of women that point. are. I, th- I think women are a lot more intuitive now, but I. But there's sometimes I don't confuse e- the two. It, it is, there is sometimes it's just easier in the long run just to jack off. <laughs> you know, you get it over with. And, and you're done with it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I agree. I believe me. Although women don't, we don't say we jack off because that's just crude. And I'm a crude person, and I think that's crude. Um, we take care of ourselves, and but it's not the same as uh, being held. Held is held mean is to me means a lot more. And so, like with my boyfriend, we, you know, the sex is. Fabulous, but you know I like the you know postcoital cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> really, Wanda, you're gonna grab a smoke? Yes, I am yeah. because I like it. Uh, I, I think I think jerking I, off does. I, for, I'm 51 and I'm at the age where I don't really want to, you know, help raise anybody else's kids. That's a oh, kind of isn't that issue. the truth? And it's many issues I have with my boyfriend. Um, I don't want to deal with anyone else's shit. At least I know his stuff. And so I'm like, yeah. I'm sticking with you. But yeah. but when you're dating, okay, because Tinder and Bumble, uh, and there's so many, I've gone over so many of these sites before. Kevin, what was that millionaire one that I talked about? Um, I do not remember the name of that one, but I do but remember. Remember we it. talked about the millionaire one? Yep. And then they were giving the women tips. Sit there and look pretty. Don't hey, say anything. Hey, Wanda. Yes. <laughs> You know how sorry I am. Do you remember one Sunday I texted you 
I said, I'm bumbling in church. Oh, I know. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's bad. Yeah. But was it during a funeral? No, it was during (laughs) worship with Jesus and stuff. Okay. So think about how many people do bumble during church. That would be a great podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Bumbling during church. The highs and lows. I need to be on that one, too. Oh, God, that's funny. So, okay, so like back down to my list for what what women look for in a man. Um, uh, The number two was they want to be at a place, they want to be, their date to be at a safe place, which makes sense. A man would never think of that, but a woman does. So it's interesting to see the differences in men and women. Again, gross generalizations, and I know I'm leaving out, you know, an entire group of people, and I'm not doing that on purpose because when have I ever been politically correct? Uh, Never. But I'm just throwing that out there. Um, another thing they said is avoid talk about your ex. How often are you yakking about your ex? That's almost impossible to avoid that topic. I've heard that before, but it's, it's, you know, it's where you are and where you came from and who you are. It's just hard to not talk about. Well, I will tell you the one thing that I can't stand is it's one thing to talk about your ex, but it's a whole other thing to call her a cunt. So if you could avoid calling your ex a cunt while we're on a date, that would be great. I I think you should probably just avoid the word cunt altogether on a date. Why? I like that word. I feel like that's a powerful word. I wanted to say it on your show a bunch. (laughs) That's good. That's that's very true. That's only when I refer to my stepmother. Yeah. Oh, I did not see it Thanksgiving. No? No, I know. Can you believe I didn't Mm. go see them? I know. Shocked. But my cousins did come over, and I had a great time with my cousins on my dad's side. And they're like, they told me, they validated me. They said, yeah, Wanda, you've always been the outcast of the family. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Well, you appreciate bluntness. I feel better. Oh, whatever. I can't be like everybody else. Um, going down the list. Um, oh, the, one of the things in the list that a woman wants in a man is to share the bill. I'm sorry. You better fucking offer to pay. No, I mean, yeah. I, no, the, man, the man always pays. Unless- well, I don't think you should always pay, but I think you should offer. Because when a guy doesn't offer to pay, that drives Jesus. me crazy. Most certainly yeah. in a first impression, absolutely. Yeah, the first, the first date or first date or two, the man needs to pay. Yeah, for sure. I would not have it. Uh, any other, no, I would any feel like a total douche that. if I did not. Pay. So, what do you do if you're two lesbians? Just curious. <laughs> Who's butch? Oh my god! I knew that was going to come out of your mouth. I was going to say oh. whoever asked the other out. I mean, is, is the one who would pay? I well, that's true too. I think the one wearing the plaid. <laughs> the one where that's butch, yeah. <laughs> Try not to generalize. Oh, I, come on! I have a lot of lesbian friends, and most not of all them, lesbians wear flannel and hiking boots. All right, uh, the ones that I play, <laughs> the ones I play hockey with do. I think it's a coincidence. I don't know. Uh, Are you still playing hockey? Are of you still course, playing hockey? every Sunday. It's my crack oh. cocaine, and if I don't play it, I'm a total bitch. So yeah. I prefer. I think it's better to play hockey than hit your children. There you go. Yeah. Would you ever hit your children? No, never. I have spanked. We could get into a whole spanking debate, but I'm not going to. But for the record, I spanked all four of my children. And they're well, all I heard decent on your show human before, beings. Had, what? Can you hear me? Yes. Have, hadn't I heard you talk about on your show before that you left a date, like in the middle of the day? I did. I you well, actually, movie or something and hit the, you hit the road? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that story, Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> this was like in no. 1994 when I was in Chicago. I totally ditched him and he busted me hailing a cab that was so embarrassing that was one of the really one of the early stories you ever told on that i know that was but that's when i was young and naive now i'm just young and an asshole i mean (laughs) old and an asshole Uh, i speaking of assholes i haven't told any robert stories lately (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like, Mom, stop calling me an asshole. I'm like, stop being one. Kidding, I love them. I love my kids. They all We all had Thanksgiving. Mark, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I had a great Thanksgiving. I got to spend it with my kids here in Tyler, and we had a great time. I got to spend it with, I have a really good relationship with my ex-wife, and she has a boyfriend. He was down here, and he lives in Island Park. So, so, you know, that's important to have a good relationship with your ex because I have a great relationship with my ex-husband. And yeah, I when I go on a first date with a guy, not that I do anymore, but I'm not going to throw my ex under the bus because I don't think it's cool. He's the father of my no. children. Yeah. And this guy is essentially a stranger. Why would I ever do that? You know, I'm talk, talking about first dates. I've been on first dates where the, you, the person you're on the date with never once asks you a question about you. <laughs> Oh, that was another thing on here. Don't do all the talking. Yeah. (laughs) You've been on a date and they never mentioned, they never. No, never asked a thing about your family, your job, your kids, all they, you know, and I I understand. That is extra annoying. Yeah, a lot of that. And a lot of that is nervous chatter kind of stuff. And I get that. But you would think at some point they would say. How was your day? What do you do? You know? Well, and honestly, if you're if one of those people who's nervous in that kind of situation, just ask a shit ton of questions. You can't right, go wrong. Exactly. But that exactly. should tell you right then and there they're a narcissist. And that's my number one rule. Stay the fuck away from narcissist. One yeah. of you and I are both narcissists. Okay. Stay away <laughs> from malignant narcissist. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that's better. Oh, look who just walked in the studio. The one and only Kim Gallen. I went by way of Mama's Daughter's Diner, and then I ended up in front of Texas Stadium before I wound up here. I think my map has a virus. <laughs> okay, Texas Stadium is so far from here. It's not like I've never been. I know the old one. Oh, the, the old one. Site. Oh, okay. Yeah. People always, it, it's you always like Arlington that, yeah. Kim, have you met my friend Mark? It's a weird address. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you? It sounds like you had a terrible date. Oh, he was telling stories. Mark <laughs> tells well, some funny you, stories. It, have you ever been on a date as a woman and you wanted to have sex with a guy and he wouldn't do it? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that okay, so obviously with the whole Me Too movement, which is everywhere, um, it you know, consent is essential. So absolutely, you have to say yes. But and I've never had a guy say no. So for you as a man, you you probably get that a lot. You you probably get that. I don't want to have sex. Well, they they really, I try not to be too forward with it. I, I try to goat them into making the first move. But so, like with, um, when my son did his orientation last year, freshman year at college, when they were talking about consent, they said, get consent initially, and then as you progress down the road with making out. Keep and, getting consent. <laughs> yeah, keep checking in. Keep getting consent. So you okay? I touched your tits. Okay, can I go south? You know, um, but which I think is a, a vital conversation, obviously, to have. But like, do you, I mean, do you feel like you have to get consent more than once? No, not necessarily. Well, maybe women. I, us I women think it are makes 40s. itself pretty clear. I mean, where you can yeah, take the temperature of the situation. <laughs> you know, you know what big girls say. If you have to ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, dr- but I think drunks I've taken out, they they're ready. <laughs> they're ready. Well, okay. There's a difference in dating an 18 year old as a 19 year old yeah, versus, true. you know, any woman in her 40s because we're all fucking horny. I mean, last I checked. Good God. Uh, 
Is it ever going to end? Kim, I know you're in your early 50s. Is it ever going to end? No. No. <laughs> I hate to not, I hate to be discouraging, but forget it. We're, we're going to want sex for a long time. At some point, it comes to an end, right? Uh, no. You're about to be 50, aren't you? Oh, sc- no. <laughs> no. Not this year. <laughs> Even though we have 30 days left of this year, I am not going to be 50 this year. When's your birthday? Uh, Halloween. Oh, okay. Oh, you got another year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, do you have to, I think you have to cut bait. Yeah, probably better. I know you got to cut bait. Well, I am so glad you came on. I love getting a man's point of view. And um, thank you for listening to my podcast and being my number one fan. I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to my podcast, One Blunt Woman. Check me out at WandaMeans.com or my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. Please go buy my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. And don't forget, from tremendous pain comes another fucking police report. I hate the world today. You're so good to me, I know, but I can't change. Tried to tell you, but you look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath. Innocent and sweet Yesterday I cried You must have been really